Hello there, multiverse. I am Dayspring. And I'm Madrox, and welcome to our What If Minisode coverage. We are going to break down every episode this season of What If. Every week, you'll have me, your favorite Minisoten, along with Dayspring, and a different guest to help us dissect every single frame of this fantastic show. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hope you survive the experience. It's episode one. It's the Carter episode. And in order to discuss it, we brought Ascani Sun. Hi. But if we're going to talk about Agent Carter, we need to have the ex-wife here. And we need to have Justin. But most importantly, we need Alicia. Hey. What's up? <laughs> and if you're not watching uh, this on YouTube, Alicia is dressed up as Agent Carter. Captain. And she Captain. looks amazing. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Captain, Captain Carter. Captain. Captain Carter. Yeah. Oh, Captain Carter. Slap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where's the high kick? High kick. <laughs> Alicia, tell us about this costume. Okay. So I have a Peggy that has evolved. I have like serious shield office Peggy uh, into uh Peggy in Cap's costume. And then when the what if figure came out, I altered my top. So I made a new top so that I could match uh, the figure. So I actually, funny story, this uh, one time I was Ginger Spice in a dance <laughs> thing. And so I had this flag dress. So I just like shrunk the dress into a shirt to make it the top of this costume. So amazing. That's amazing. Love that evolution right there. <laughs> yeah. It's a process. And there's, it's been, a process. there's been so many details along the way. Yeah. Even the Agent Carter had the pencil skirt and yep. an actual war, war jacket that we found at a thrift shop. Yeah. And I got shield pins. Yeah. I love that we just drew a line from Jerry Hollowell to Peggy Carter. She's my favorite Spice Girl. <laughs> and I have a really important question for Alicia. What? Yeah. What is it like to have an action figure of yourself? It's kind of amazing. Like, it's kind of amazing. (laughs) I literally have never felt so honored or excited in my life to have people be like, oh, look, it's a Wilder Moves action figure. I was like, okay, like, I could die happy. Like, (laughs) this is cool. Well, I think everyone saw it and they just saw you in it. And by everyone, I mean everyone in, like, the X community. Because I feel like you are such a great Peggy Carter. I mean, you just look so good as her. Someone said to me, we're waiting for you to be cast as Haley Atwell's uh, stunt double. And I was like, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. I'll learn whatever you need me to learn. I mean, she's, I mean, look, I mean, she's clearly a Peggy Carter variant here. So. (gasps) Oh, bringing in that Loki deep cut right there. Ascani son. Well, you know, speaking of Loki, the multiverse is in jeopardy. And that is why we are getting what if, because there's endless possibilities to all these characters we love. And the series is kicking off with episode one, which is Captain Carter. Sorry, I said agent before, but (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Peggy. Don't hit me. Originally, I think this was supposed to be a 10 episode series, but now it's just nine. Right, Daryl? I think so. Yeah. And I think from what you mentioned, I think COVID probably cut into that production schedule. So um, 
something really exciting about Captain Carter that I wanted to talk about is how she's going to be a continuing character. We're going to see more of Captain Carter in the future. And I thought these were all going to be one-off episodes that we were going to dive into a specific corner of the multiverse, get a little snapshot and move on to the next one. So I'm excited for this continuity because there will be at least one thread that's going to run throughout. And I think it's going to probably pay off in a bigger way than we anticipate when it comes to the whole MCU and how the TV shows and the movies are one and the same now. It's just one big universe. It'll be cool to see how they weave this animated component into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if we then see Haley Atwell Please. suit up. Get it, give it to me. Come I on. need it. Well, the big rumor is she is going to be in Doctor Strange too. That's, makes sense. That is what everyone is talking about. I mean, look, I take all of this with a grain of salt, right. but the idea is it's exactly what Madrox just said. It's these are not one-offs, which is what I thought this was going to be going into it. But obviously at the end of this episode, we know it's not true. And it's all going to lead up into this huge multiverse battle that's happening. And we're going to see come to fruition in whichever way, shape or form in Dr. Strange. You know, I was actually glad that was uh, brought up because I actually was wondering if we were going to see her again, you know, further down, down, uh, down the line. So it's, you know, to hear the rumor that Haley Atwell could potentially be coming back as Peggy Carter possibly Captain Carter is actually pretty exciting. And I would love to actually see, you know, her live action um, duking it out like she was in the episode. So I fingers crossed. Hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I think just because of she had such a large role that was expanded out through the agent Carter show that is now kind of not Canon, but I feel like this would be a way to really give her, the respect and the power mm-hmm. and that the influence deserves. that she's actually had on shields development. Exactly. Well, did you guys watch uh, agent Carter? Did you guys watch that series? Oh, yeah. No, she loved it. That, that's where, that's did. where this comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it too with my husband. We, we enjoyed it quite a bit. I can't remember what happened on the show, sadly, <laughs> after all these years, but Haley is such an extraordinary actress. I mean, like I'm so glad that this that she is at the forefront of all the marketing here and that she's the one who voiced this the, the these episodes or just this episode in case she appears in future ones but like i want her back and i want her to get her dues because she is a very beloved character i mean clearly she enjoys playing the role i mean she came back to voice and it seems like she definitely wants to come back and play the character again so i i don't see why not uh, there's the, well, I think it's the first episode of Loki where everybody was zooming in on that shot yeah. that it looks like Haley Atwell's in the background of the TVA. And then when oh, asked, yeah. the director was like, ah, uh, I, think <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Maybe. And, and I never watched Agent Carter. I think I'm the only one here that didn't. So this, seeing this episode makes me want to watch it more. I already did want to watch it. I was going to try to finish Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before I got to it, but I think I'm just going to give up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because, <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people did. I think yeah. for me too, like one thing I really liked about the episode is like the Peggy Howard relationship and like yeah. that's in Agent Carter too, like how they kind of play off of each other and just like not to jump ahead, but like the moment in the episode when he like looked at her, like she was getting in the thing and he was like, ah, Agent Carter. And he did that little like, 
yeah, okay, I'm here for it. Like just their relationship, I really love. So I was excited that it came into this too. Mm-hmm. Which Howard, here we go. This is where we start deviating from the script. Howard Stark has had two actors. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer this one? Uh, I'm forgetting his name. It's Dominic something. Is Dominic Cooper in his first appearance since probably Mamma Mia 2? <laughs> <laughs> I like this hey, one. I yeah. actually like Dominic Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the young, young Howard Stark. He brings a lot of personality to the character. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting who's the other actor, but he played like the mayor on Desperate Housewives season three or something like that. Gabby was like married to for a hot minute and then died during the tornado. Spoiler warnings. But I didn't think he was a bad actor. I just I think Dominic just does such a great job as Howard Stark. And I can see him being like the father of Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I can totally buy that relationship. So let's dive into the episode. I, I think we need to hear from Captain Carter herself first. So yes. Captain Carter, what did you think? Oh, sweet Lord. Hold up. I'm getting comfortable. Okay. okay first of all, amazing from the start. Like so much crazy action. But I loved the I love the way they related it to the original story or like the, the main universe storyline and how all the things like either trickled off and like still happened in some sort of way. Um, but the action shots, the, like the one shot in particular, where it's like right after the bomb goes off and, uh, Steve gets shot. And then you just see her at the end of that aisle, like with her gun, just like, it's so amazing. It's just like, she's already like killing it before she even gets the superhero, the super soldier. So serum, like, she's just like, I don't really need it, but like, once I have it, I am insanely badass from here on out. And just like, I don't know, the action, the quirky little lines. And what really killed me was like, you're going to give, you're going to give me a little bit more of Steve and Peggy, and then you're going to take it away. And then you're going to give it to me. And then you're going to take it away again. And I just, why can't they ever just be happy? Are you, are you a big Steve and, and Peggy Stan? Is that? Uh, Yeah, I love them. Okay. You love them together. I love them. I love Steve and Bucky together. I'm a Stucky. I'm Stucky. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Uh, I think for me, it was like I went into the movies and stuff like not really knowing much about Marvel comics or anything like that. Just like watching the movies, getting into the MCU. I was like, oh, I like Captain America. And then I was like, no, wait. I like Captain America stories because I like Peggy Carter. And then I was like, but I also still like Captain America. So... Let's make that a thing. It's that side piece. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. He could just be a side piece. I mean, listen, I agree. It's undeniable at the end of Endgame when they're together that that's not an amazing ending. And seeing yeah. them together, like, I loved it so much. They finally had their dance. Although, have you guys seen the meme uh, circulating right now of, you know, like, you owe me a dance. And it's like Peggy really tall and Steve really small. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I was wondering what their, what their dance would look like. But I, the action, the humor, and the animation were like, it just made me so excited. And it also gave me like the opening and closing with the watcher just so hard gave me like Saturday morning cartoon vibes of like, next week we're going to tell a different story. Jeffrey oh Wright. 
was so good. I don't know how you feel about him, Madrox, but he, the voice acting was so great. The only thing I'm going to say, though, that kind of like, if I wasn't the stand that I am, I wouldn't, I'd be like, who the fuck is, is, is a watcher? Who's Utah? You know, I said Utah. Utah. <laughs> Uatu. Uatu, whatever. Uatu. Uatu. Utah? I'm like, U- I call him Utah. Utah's I, another him, one of them. I've been calling Utah's him Utah's our, like, since yeah. I was like four years old. Um, but I would be like, who's the watcher? There was no, I wonder if we're going to get context for the watcher. Yeah. The only, the only time we ever saw the watcher do much of anything, I think it's guardians two when, uh, yeah. The- oh, yeah. and Stanley is like, and this one time I was a FedEx driver when he's talking to him. I think that's the only time yeah. in him. Substantially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's a handful of them too. There's a handful of different people of that race. Yep. Justin, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was a lot of fun. I really loved the animation. There's that one shot where she scales the wall that just in the dark and with the 3D depth pan. That was really great. Uh, I thought that, man, I hated that general guy. That we we were taking pictures of her in her costume. And I was like, give me some anger. Give me some some face. We wasted our $60 million on you. You should never be in the field. You're lucky to be in this room, and she was getting physically upset. Honestly, if he said you're lucky to be in the room one more time, I was gonna punch the TV. Like I was like, "Ooh, you fuel my fire! Yeah. I hate Shield, you!" Smash him in the face. The one thing that threw me off was, okay, Howard Stark now makes an Iron Man because he's got the Tesseract. That was I didn't I didn't know where that was coming from. If that was just something that he had always dreamt of that he passed down to Tony but it, it looks so much like an Iron Man. I was a little thrown off by where that came from, but the cool action shots of her on the back and being able to do the, the dog fighting in the sky, I allowed it. <laughs> I'm not going to grill on this too much, but it was, it was fun. It was, the intro of it too, like you were saying, really sets you up for this to have endless possibilities mm-hmm. and to just be uh, a really place that they can go back to over and over again to get any kind of story out that they want to any kind of variation and by the end i really wanted the exiles <laughs> it's like can we just now continue <laughs> to hop realities and figure out all these different things if it was blink assembling yes. an interdimensional avengers instead of nick fury i would have died yeah that'd be awesome that'd be so dope Ascani son what did you think you know, I, I had to say this was definitely a very strong start to the series, and I'm glad that they start off with with uh, Captain Carter here. And I got to say, though, I, I watched I was never I never stuck with the Agent Carter series. I've seen episodes here and there, although I probably should go back and just go ahead and watch the whole thing. Uh, I got to say, though, I really appreciate what I really appreciate about Peggy is that, you know, with the first Captain America story, you know, he gets the serum, he becomes Captain America, but she saw him even before that. And she still sees him now, you know, in this episode where he, he did, he doesn't need it. He's brave as he is. And she loved that. And, you know, to me, I, I, I love seeing, you know, story where you actually see that person's inner strength. It's not about, you know, physicality here. It's about, you know, heart. And she definitely saw that in him, but it's, it was just a great, great first episode. I mean, the animation was just on point. I mean, the way that the light hit them and just uh, the action shots, uh, just 
everything about it. I, I really, really, really loved it. And I cannot wait to see, you know, what comes next, especially just not just for her, um, but for the uh, series itself. Yeah, I think, I mean, Madrox, like you were saying, I think this is going to have major consequences. Yeah, I think it will. And as you're thinking about how they're going to produce future seasons, they have a great opportunity when they're filming different movies and TV shows now to have ready-made scripts ready to go and utilize the talent they're already using for what they're doing. So the big projects they're taking care of, but they can get the Elizabeth Olsons of the world to come into the recording studio for two days, lay down all of your vocals or your voice tracks. If she wants to do vocals, I'll take Elizabeth Olsen singing too. But um, like, just get your lines down and then they can utilize it two, three seasons in. They don't need to release it right away. They can just get it done and be able to slot those things later. So that's a really cool possibility, I think. And they're smart enough to tap into that too especially when you see some of the end credit scenes where they're obviously filming that at the same time as a different movie. So um, the animation style really struck me. I was not prepared to be so impressed by it. And it was cinematic quality for me. I could watch an entire movie in this animation style and be perfectly content. They hit it out of the park in terms of production value for me. Can I just say something real quick? when talking about, you know, how you brought up uh, the vocals and the voice actors, I know apparently Chris Evans didn't come back to voice uh, Steve Rogers, but I thought that the guy that they did get sounded just like him. I was like, wow, that was some really good voice, voice work right there. Yeah. Yeah. There were like a couple of moments when I was like, are we sure this isn't Chris Evans? Right, like, right. I had to kind of like do a, a double ear here, you know, and uh, like really listen to it. I was like, uh, but then I looked on, I, I can't remember the guy's name. I feel bad. But I was like, oh my God, that wasn't him. Hmm. Uh, it was Josh Good. Keaton. Josh okay. Keaton. But they, so that was a, that's the one thing I'm curious about because we know Chris Evans is recording for Buzz Lightyear. Like why, why wasn't he available to do this? I mean, and some yeah. of the other actors too, like uh, Drax's actor is not coming Dave back. Dave Bautista. Yeah. yeah. And there, I saw that, I think is on Twitter. Someone tweeted him and they're like, Hey, why didn't you do the voice? And he was like, I wasn't asked. Yeah. Or maybe um, it was like a budget thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it has to be scheduling. I don't for for him, for for Batista, I don't, I don't know. But like with Evans, maybe it was a budget thing. But why wouldn't it be baked into his contract already? Unless his contract expired at endgame and and there's not, you know, and that's why we yeah. have someone like Haley. And I believe Paul Bettany is coming back as well and other actors too, but maybe some of them, it just wasn't part of their negotiations or their contracts from a specific time. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could be a, a, a lot, a lot of reasons. Maybe just his, he's not, he doesn't have a huge enough part where they need him to come back and voice. I mean, I know Jeremy Renner came back to, at the end for this, but I think that's going to uh, probably trickle down uh, later on, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't think Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Olsen is even coming back to uh, voice Scarlet Witch, um, but who knows how what part, how big of a role she's going to have in this, um, you know, series or whatever episode that her character appears in. Well, she oh, did she... like the Lego game, I think. Elizabeth Olsen voiced Wanda in the Lego game, so we know she's available. But maybe yeah. let, let's give the benefit <laughs> of the doubt because of the pandemic and everything that she just couldn't do it. But I thought the episode was so great. 
I love how they tackled really big issues. And I think that's something that Marvel is not afraid of doing on these Disney Plus shows. Like the obvious sexism that was present during that era. And I got so angry when that guy was like, that general was like, what? That's not, that's not a super soldier. That's a woman or something like that. Whatever. Oh, yeah, like, like, I, we wanted a super soldier and we got a girl. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just got me, it got my blood boiling, but that's, I guess that that was the purpose of like the show. And I just, I can't think of a time where someone would ever say something. I mean, I can't obviously, but I can't believe we had to live during comments like that and that they were just accepted and it was a norm. And the way Peggy maneuvered it, the way Peggy did not punch him in the face or anything. She just showed I'm much better. Yeah. Flipped it on him in the end of you're lucky enough oh to be in this God. room. You know, that that yeah. was the, the just dessert that we needed the entire episode. So good. Yeah, it just shows that she's definitely the uh, the bigger person, you know, there. Um, and she didn't even need, she had nothing, she has nothing to prove. And I think that what kind of eats him up a little bit too is that guys like that, you know, they just go off this ego, this you know, hubris about them that oh, you know, I'm a man and it's a man's job to do this, and a woman just needs to sit behind the desk and uh, type or do whatever and she was she definitely proved that no i i got this uh yeah. even if she didn't even have the super soldier uh super soldier serum she'd still be out there doing the damn thing so yeah. and uh that's just who she is well and what i like that brian andrews and ac bradley did um ac bradley being the writer and brian andrews being the director is that they also made it a point to show that as captain carter the war ended Earlier, it was it was a much better scenario than when Steve was there. And that's a very subtle thing to show. And it's much appreciated because Captain Carter, just how she was, was so fundamentally different from Steve in her approach and even her fighting style. I'm sorry, Alicia, I think I cut you off. Yeah, well, no, no. But like on, on what you're saying, like she has like a, a tactical background. So like, you know, like they got the Tesseract earlier and like things just happened in different succession because she approaches it differently. And I totally agree. Like, I love that little like nugget that like, if you weren't really paying attention to like the time frame or like the year number that they're saying, like you might not get that. But I was just going to say before when we were talking about like Peggy as a human, I think that's one of the things that I really relate to about her is that I grew up in a family like for most of my childhood, I was the only girl with like brother and all boy cousins. So like there was so much of like, oh, we're going to do this thing. And like, Alicia, you can't do it because you're a girl. And I would be like, excuse me, I can't what now? And like, I always just tried to do all those things, you know, so like seeing someone who's in that position, who's being told you can't do this because you're a girl who then just like turns that around and is like, no, I will. And I can I'll do it better. And I'll do it better than you. Like, that's what, that's what I love about her so much. That and the fact that she, she never like degrades anybody. It, I mean, of course she did, you know, have her little sassy moment with the colonel, but like she doesn't go about it in like a vengeful way. She just goes about it. And like, she needs to assert herself and get done what she needs to do, but it's not, it's not in like, it's not an attack on anybody else to prove her worth. It's just like, okay, well, while you guys argue about how I can't do this, I'm just going to go get it done. I think too, what got me is uh, later on, you know, you see him talking on the phone and now he's all, Oh yeah. I always thought that she could do it. She was always the best. No, we had, we had nothing but faith in her and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, my dad just really burned me up a little bit. Yeah, well, you've got to take the credit for this thing now because it's a success. She's successful, so of course it was your idea. Of course, yeah. yeah. I encourage <laughs> you to get in the machine. Right, the hydro stopper on me. <laughs> Daryl, how did you feel about Steve in the hydro stomper? I thought it was a really good way to still have Steve Rogers involved because I didn't anticipate that he would be. I was not looking for him to be in this episode at all. And then uh, seeing him in that suit is a really unique way to sort of put him in a position of strength, but also weakness that he didn't get the serum but he could still contribute and really kick ass. Um, but there was that failing, like you're in a suit and it's powered and it can fail. So it was really interesting to see that character put in that position after, you know, a decade plus of us seeing Captain America be Captain America and just kicking all sorts of ass. I thought it was hysterical when he's here like, oh, I just need to get back in the suit. It just needs to power and then boom. <laughs> falls there was a marvel humor there but i think they i i was shocked at how much steve was in it i wasn't expecting that and i'm okay with it i i loved him as being the love interest i love when they were about to kiss and then howard's like wait huh what did i interrupt i'm talking about that's like the like hey what's up i'm howard i'm here yeah like howard go away like he just has like I mean, he has such a great presence and I was just really pleasantly surprised at how, at how much I did like Steve in this. I thought eventually we were going to get like him frozen again. I'm glad at the end it was more Peggy going into the portal with that interdimensional octopus, which has appeared in other mediums. I don't know if it has an official name. I don't shrug. No idea. Hydra, (laughs) Hydra, Hydra octopus. Like right there. I know champion of Hydra. There was, there was some other storyline. I think it was potentially like the Heroes Return or Heroes Reborn from the 90s yeah. where Red Skull and, and Captain America went into, or it might have even been the animated series of mm-hmm. Spider-Man where they went into a portal and they were fighting for all the decades and then they came back and that was how they did the versus being in ice. And I thought that, that was an interesting way to utilize yeah. that. And then with... Hawkeye and Nick Fury having the Tesseract and doing that thing at the end. It's like, are we at Avengers time? What's going on right now? What are you all up to? Where's Loki? You know, it's funny. I was just thinking, because wasn't there kind of a comment that Steve set the Tony about him being, uh, have, or something about him being in the armor? Like he um, is that he's a man that relies on machine to do what he's doing. And mm-hmm. here we have Steve relying on being in the machine to get the job done. So I thought it was an interesting little parallel. And I did like the um, kind of mirroring of Steve being the one that falls off the train and Peggy's the one screaming. I'm just glad that it didn't go the Bucky route, you know, uh, that way. So, I mean, it, it, was, it was just, it was such a fun, fun episode. And um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, there's two, there's two like Bucky, like you almost ripped my arm yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that, yes. And then when That's- Steve is like, when when the uh, hydro stomper falls and Buck is like, you okay? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, let's go. We don't have all day. I just thought that was like funny because Steve is usually like, I could do this all day. And Buck is like, you don't have all day. I didn't pick up on that. You know, yeah. I'm so- mm-hmm. 
Felicia, I'm so glad you said that because I feel bad now. I kind of forgot that even Bucky was in this episode. <laughs> it, it, not only was Bucky in this episode, Sebastian Stan yeah. voiced him. Yes, yeah. that's right. I, yeah. I wasn't, I, whoop, right over the head. <laughs> and also like the commandos, the Howling commandos, mm-hmm. they were there. Yep. And yeah. like just that Dumb moment dumbing. of them being trapped and where do they send a dame? And then Peggy just like, beats the crap out of a bunch of soldiers and he's like oh okay today mm-hmm. yep. let's do it like instant <laughs> I mean, respect look i mean i was kind of waiting for that one scene after the battle where you know peggy's with the guys having the drink and you just see steve walking in with a nice red dress coming in and you know everybody's <laughs> hitting on him <laughs> thrilled for it to be the first one yes. i loved the way it was done i love seeing peggy like respected and admired and doing what she does best um yeah looking forward to episode two yeah episode yeah. two yeah just I mean, like I, justin said the serialized way in which they're setting this up and it really is like you are brought into the episode and then they set you up for the next one it's mm-hmm. you are in and you're out and you're going through the multiverse and all these timelines it's so cool the way they're structuring it it really is addictive like i want the next episode now yeah. oh yeah Oh yeah, I I cannot wait to see what they do. I think is it T'Challa as Star Lords the next one? Yeah, that's that's going to be really exciting to see how they go with that. And I wonder if we're going to get a glimpse of uh, Shuri as the Black Panther since he's uh, yeah. up in the galaxy. So here's one final question I want to pose because we are doing the multiverse. Do we think there's going to be an X Men surprise? Mm, I don't see it this season. I mean, I would love to, yeah. but. I don't. That'd be a big. That'd be a, a big reveal, reveal on, on mm-hmm. the What If show, but yeah, I feel like we all really want that. Yeah. But I keep setting myself up to want that, and it doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. So, set my bar a little lower. Yeah, my the bar most, is low. Yeah, the most I think we could get is possibly a way deep background cameo that they the animators slot something in, and it will be up to us to see. Oh. That's Wolverine in profile in yeah. or something I, like that. I think that's the most we can hope I for. I agree. I'll find it. And, I think, and, oh, Alicia will find it. <laughs> Cite WandaVision and her Hawkspox dry erase board. <laughs> I think if they're going to do that, I mean, they may drop the word mutants, you know, in there somewhere, uh, maybe by the end. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're going to get an explicit, you know, character from the X universe quite yet. I think it'd be cool to, especially with what they were doing with Peggy's blood, to make a Weapon Plus name drop. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not just specifically Wolverine, but it's the idea of trying to recreate from her DNA something. I think that'd be a, a nice nod to what's to come. Yeah, I wonder, like, it's it's the multiverse. So every story is in a different universe. Do any of these stories ever cross over, you know? Or is each one their own their own universe? Mm. yeah i mean yeah this that's a that's a great you know great uh you know question and uh idea and that's why i'm hoping dr strange 2 kind of you know delves into that to kind of see it's maybe even a glimpse you know Mm -hmm. of a scene from you know this show uh kind of played out a little bit um just so fat but uh yeah who knows it's interesting i mean buckle up we have a whole season in front of us so let's get to it Let's get to it. 
for the folks at home, I mean, everyone who is part of X Instagram knows where to find the ex-wife and Ascani's son. But why don't you guys tell um, the people at home where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at mdbrower81 and on Twitter at mikebrower81. You can find us all over the internet at the ex-wife podcast. It's X-W-I-F-E as an X-Men, not as in former wife. And if you also want to follow me at Wilder Moves, you can check out tomorrow my cosplay. And that's this week's episode of What If. Join next week for our continuous coverage. Rate and review this podcast, and you can find Power of X-Men on Instagram at Power of X-Men. And find me on Instagram at Mac on Fleetwood. <laughs>